Certified by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. It's time for The Rush with OU color analyst Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Got a question or opinion? Hit the guys up at 405-651-3439. Or call the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wings studios, it's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Year two is loading. There's been a lot of hard, dirty work done in the dark. Sooner Nation is excited. They can't wait. The palace is looking pristine. It's quiet right now, but not for long. Boomer Sooner, get your freaking minds right. Well, you getting your freaking mind right, Tyler? Uh, can I have a couple of segments to get it right by chance? Uh, it was a long weekend after the uh, Taylor Tatum uh, announcement yeah. on Friday. I'll allow it. I'll allow a segment or two to I'm get your freaking mind right. not in mid-season form. I'm in the form of I've got 40 days to figure it out before I get there. What do you mean by that? Uh, dirty, hard work done in the dark has not been accomplished so far this summer is what I mean yeah. by that. Yeah, everyone's been relaxing maybe a little bit too much. Resting up. Season's right around the corner. Training camp's getting underway soon for the boys. Um, what, a week from Thursday, I believe? Um, yeah. I, I mean, think they wrap up uh, summer workouts, I think, maybe Wednesday. Is it their last day? Today was just another reminder how close we are to the season. Yeah. The week one destination for college game day minus David Pollock, was announced earlier this afternoon. Did you see where college game day is going for the first game in week one? No, it's okay. Now, hang on a second here. Week one or week zero? Week one. And it, and on that Saturday. So not LSU and Florida State. They play on Sunday. Okay. I'll, I'll give you some options. You tell me where you think right. they're going. We'll decide if it was a – a good destination or a crap pick here, okay? Week one right. on that Saturday, you've got Virginia and Tennessee. Okay. Uh, you have uh, Colorado at TCU. Okay. You have South Carolina and North Carolina in the Dukes Mayo Classic in Charlotte. Oh. All right. You have West Virginia at Penn State. And, man, that is really about it. So I hope that opening Saturday. It should be South Carolina, North Carolina, but it's going to be TCU. Uh, it is South Carolina, North Carolina. Ah, ESPN's look going. at that. Yeah. ESPN turning over a new leaf, well, I guess. Well, Big Noon is the, – the Colorado TCU game is on Big Noon kickoff, ah, okay. and they're covering that one. So they're like, yeah, we'll just go to the Battle of the Carolinas instead. That's where we'll go. I probably would have said, you know what, let's do this thing on Sunday. Yeah, let's just go. Seriously, let's just go to LSU and Florida State on that Sunday in Orlando. Maybe everyone just hates Orlando on that set so much they don't even want to go there for that game. Yeah, probably right. Probably right. But Uh, that'll be a good one. couple of good quarterbacks there. North Carolina, I don't know what to make of them. They got a a dude at quarterback. Outside of that, it's pretty thin. Carolina just seems like they've been hyped up for the past couple of years and have fallen – short uh the past two after yep. their COVID orange bowl run to play uh texas a&m but That's now right. i was trying to think of some games um earlier today that could feature ou on college game day and as i really thought about the schedule i said well i mean ou in texas is probably the only option that we're talking about for college game day this year and that same week it's not a great with well, the OU Texas week this year is not a just a loaded Saturday at least yeah. how it looks right now. Bama at Texas A and M would be like the uh, stiffest competition to OU having a one college game day game this year. Yeah, that's. I guess you would have to have. UCF would have to be like 
undefeated or something coming in to, to Norman. And then I guess your next, well, it wouldn't be the TCU game because it's not on a Saturday. So it's either OU Texas or if UCF has something rolling when they come to town. Outside of that, there's ain't some happening. big ifs. Yeah, there's some big ifs, man. It's it's it feels like it's OU Texas or bust. I, th- this is more of a question for the text line, um, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line four zero five six five one thirty four thirty nine. You'll never say no to game day being at your game, but is it as big of a draw to you as a fan? As it was, I don't know, like twenty years ago, it is is really kind of felt like the golden era of that show while you were playing in the early two thousands. Yeah, maybe because they were at so many of your games, and Corso would always pick against you guys. But I, well, I, I just there wonder wasn't if it's any the, other way to. The I they were the only show in town. There wasn't. Now you've got all kinds of different avenues for college football. You got. Obviously, game day. You got big noon. You've got, I mean, I don't know how many like podcasts and whatever streaming shows, and all, there's just so many different things. People, people just don't consume it the way they used to, where you just woke up on Saturday and put it on game day. Some people may still do that out of muscle memory, but. Not nearly like it used to be. That's, yeah, that show doesn't hit now like it used to, at, le- at least not for me. Um, it, it still has the big moment, though. Like, say what you want about, um, you know, some of the talent that they have right now on the show, but there's still some interest, at least for me, to see who Corso picks at the end and what that's going to look like. And I don't if he's going to drop an F-bomb like he did five years ago. <laughs> I don't even know who all – what's the lineup look like now on game day? So it'll be Desmond Howard. It'll yeah. be Reese – it, basically everyone but David Pollock, from from what I could gather, um, seeing the lineup earlier today. McAfee's going to be back on there. It, it kind of looked like the same cast of characters, but no David Pollock anymore. Why do they? What's the reason they got rid of him? Any idea? I, uh, I mean, obviously they had a ton of layoffs. I, I, I don't. I can't give you anything outside huh. of that. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. You're right. It's not going to be a Outside of someone that we just don't know right now going on a run and we meet up with that team and we're on a nice run too, other than Texas, it's going to be difficult to find anything, right? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I just – well, I I guess maybe the last Bedlam game, if OSU has a nice start to the year, which judging by their schedule is is possible um, because it's pretty obvious now that that's going to be the the last one for a while. I just don't know what other games are – that weekend. So I, I guess I should have thrown that one in there as a possibility. OU yeah. Texas and the Bedlam game or bust or, or or no game day games this year. Yeah, I don't think – you think Kansas is going to get um, – they're going to throw Kansas a bone, didn't they have they game day there last year? They did last year for the TCU game, I think. So yeah. all the bones have been given to Kansas already. Hmm. Well, okay, so – Take me back to Friday. Walk me through what went down. Sounds like you what were. What went uh, down? Uh, yeah. How about Skip Johnson and DeMarco Murray shoving your boy Lincoln Riley in a locker? That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, buddy, that was a fun, fun afternoon. Now, the decision was supposed to come down at 11 a.m. Right. It didn't happen until 11.30, like some decisions go, but it was worth the wait. We waited 30 minutes for the selection. And uh, he has the OU unveiling, um, five-star running back, number one running back. It was, in my opinion, the most exciting, single most exciting day of this recruiting cycle uh, thus far. It, it, was, it was a big get, and it was, it was sweet that you got him over USC. And according to my calculations, the University of Oklahoma in the 24-7 uh, team rankings has moved up Tyler to the number 16 slot. Correct. Along yeah. with uh, a bunch of current and future SEC teams in the top 20. <laughs> yeah. Georgia's at one, Florida's at three, Bama's at five, Tennessee's at 10, A&M's at 11, uh, LSU's at 13, OU's at 16, Arkansas's at 18, and Texas is at 20. And I'm yeah. sure there's even going to be more SEC teams in the top 20 once we actually get to signing day. Yeah. Well... I don't know. It's interesting. You know, there's still 
there's still some big names out there for Oklahoma, and they've got some other stuff. I was listening to you and Parker. They've got some other stuff coming up here pretty shortly. It should be should be a pretty steady uh, trickle here of commitments over the next handful of weeks, right? Uh, should be getting a uh, four-star offensive lineman Ooh. tomorrow over Texas. Okay. Yeah. Will that be will that be what the second offensive lineman in the class? Uh, along with uh, Isaiah Autry, yeah. Okay. Well, where do you, so? What are you thinking right now? University of Oklahoma has 15 commitments, and they're at the number 16 spot. Is this going to be a top 10 class? It'll be a top 10 class. Yeah, I don't really hesitate on that. I thought you were going to ask. Top five? I, was, I well, thought you were going to go uh, aggressive there from the get-go and go, go top five. They're not going to jump Georgia. I mean, I don't think anyone is going to jump Georgia. Ohio State would be tough. They already have four or five stars. Florida's on a roll right now. I, I, I say that they end up as the number five class because of what I number think they're going to get at defensive line. Yeah. Okay. Wow. How, is Alabama in jeopardy of finishing outside of the top five the first time in a long time? Uh, no, Alabama's just fine. So yeah, yep. I, like there, there's uh, they're, they're currently number five, but they only have 15 commits, and like Georgia in front of them has 26 commits. Yeah, they, so like the average the star rating. Average, yeah, yeah, for their average star rating, Bama's like, yeah, it's a good, really good Bama class. Like 20, yeah. I think 20 percent of Bama's commits right now are five stars, which is wow. just ridiculous, man. Pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. Well. Yeah, how'd you celebrate uh, Taylor Tatum Day on Friday? Uh, a couple of ice-cold beverages. Yeah. A couple of ice-cold Dr. Peppers. Me what and, else? Me and you both. Yeah. Me and you both. Uh, do, doing that and seeing um, our hour on the show going for a grand total of $300 <laughs> on, on Friday. Yes. You know, I was scared. I thought about saying – um. When we had, what was her name, Tara on? Yeah, that's her name. I thought about saying that I would match whatever it went for, and I just knew oh. that um, like someone would go up there and run that sucker up just to see me squirm. I'll uh, match whatever it goes. Oh, never mind. I spent $2,500 on fireworks, yeah. and I'm grounded from the bank account. I'll match whatever it goes for with fireworks next year. That's what I'll do. Multiply that. We'll, you'll be happy to know the first bid was $69. Yeah. Um, from just a, 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 a – $69 was the first bid. $70 was the second bid. And I believe $70.69 was the third bid. So, Hey, this, is, this could be a revenue stream for the station. We could just continue to auction out hours on the show with us. Content would know? be better, that's for sure. Would it not? There we go. Uh, there we go. Okay, 918. Tyler, would you shut up? I'm trying to listen to the music. People, <laughs> people got their bingo boards already out uh, to see what music's being played. Oh, beautiful. Uh, 405, help me understand why Pat McAfee is so hot slash popular now. Kind of a dweeb. That's from Sooner Nick. Yeah, he's got a lot of personality. He um, doesn't have a filter. He's... I, he knows what he's talking about on quite a bit of things. He's got really good connections. Um, the Huge fact fan that, base. Bigger fan yeah. base than anyone at, on that show right now. Yeah, he, he pulls in his own fan base. I mean, that's a critical aspect of it. I don't know how many people watch his, like his YouTube channel, watch his show, and listen to his podcast. But if you can even pull a percentage of that group to watch game day on Saturdays, I mean, that's a, that's a big number. So I don't think anyone else really does that. I, you, you got big names and people tune in for names, but I think for the most part, everyone tunes in for, to game day for game day. I, I don't, is there any personality on there that you've ever necessarily tuned in for? Well, Corso has always been like the more, you know, entertaining one, I guess. I, I thought that that show, as Corso started to decline health-wise, that show got way too serious, man. Like, it, it was a set of guys that kind of take themselves way too seriously. Yep. And I, I understand that McAfee can be a little much at times, but at least he tries to be Lightens entertaining and funny. Yeah, at least attempts to do that, which is what they needed. Yeah, and, you know, which that was always my, I don't know, complaint, critique, whatever you want to say. It was really more of a personal preference thing than anything. You know, David Pollock knows a lot. He knows what he's talking about. But 
it it was way too serious. Yep. You know, and it it was hard for those guys whenever McAfee would come on. Like everyone takes themselves so seriously, they can't get made fun of at all. You can't like you can't throw any zingers their way. Everyone gets all uptight. So I don't know. We'll see what happens with it. I'll watch somewhere between seven and nine minutes of it for the entire season this year. Uh, okay, a few more before we hit a break. Five eight zero college game day with Corso is dang near weekend at the Bernies. Weekend and Bernies yeah. now. Uh, I don't think Bear is on game day any longer either, says Ron Alito. Yeah, he's at Fox now. That's that's correct. Yeah. Four oh five. Corso has no blanking business being on the show anymore. He's Biden two well, you I know, think they, they faced him out. I mean, he, he's more of just still putting on the uh, still the, the mascot head at the end. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing: it's that's ESPN's call, though. You know, I'm not going to slander uh, Lee Corso for being on the show. He's got an opportunity. Probably loves doing it. Probably loves being a part of college football. That's his really only avenue. I mean that's on ESPN to say, hey, you know, let's uh, let's let's have this be the final year. We'll take you to some stops, let everyone celebrate you, and but they haven't done that, so I put that on them. Seth and Piedmont says it's funny how this year there's basically no chance we get a college game day appearance in our first year in the SEC. Basically, every conference game could be one. Yeah, so true. Yeah, that's the thing. It it definitely could be depending on. Like, and there, there's also going to be, you know, with ESPN tied in with the SEC, like, they're going to do whatever they can to to platform the best matchups that they can. And, you know, in the the first year for Oklahoma and Texas in the SEC, they're going to be doing what they can to highlight a lot oh, of those yeah. matchups. Oh, yeah. Uh, ESPN uh, has an interest in the SEC. Very much so. Yeah. Uh, OU will be on college game day, their first year in the conference. Maybe their first ever game in the conference. Well, let's hope we're prepared for it. Big audience, you better be ready, right? Yeah. Um, K-Dub in the 918, I used to tune in for game day, but since every friggin' kickoff for OU is at 11 a.m., I stopped watching that and just started listening to K-Ref till football time and Norman kicks off. Yeah. Team player right there. College game day, man, even when it was um, – even when it is like probably at its height twenty years ago, it's one of the more overrated things. Like you show up and you expect it to just be magical for three hours, however long. Very, uh, very overrated experience going to an actual college game day uh, live uh, live showing. Well, I don't know. Like for me, it sounds to be exactly what I would have always envisioned it. You show up really early and stand in bad weather and try and get a peek of something happening on a stage in the distance. Yeah, no, you've never attended one, but you pretty much have it right. Yeah, crowded around people that you probably don't know, probably don't like, and there's guaranteed to be someone that's already at that time had way too much and is screaming something towards the stage that happens to be right next to your eardrum. Are you sure you didn't work? On this show, before you came over to to the ref, are you, are you sure? Oh man, I can come on. I can imagine that it would be a good time if you get a good spot. There's a good crowd there. I don't know. Nine one eight college game day takes place at Balfour a couple hours before kick. Am I wrong? No, you That's are right. not wrong. You're not wrong. That's where the real college game day takes place. That's right. Which, by the way, hasn't um, T Row. The T-Row in the morning show started their top 25 countdown. Texas Tech at 25. Woo! Joey McGuire this offseason. We're going to start at 25 on T-Row's countdown. We're going to win the conference. Sure, that's what yeah. he said two weeks ago. Uh, I didn't. Is Jimbo Fisher coaching Texas Tech as well? I think they're just uh, distant cousins. Okay. They do, sound, right. they do sound like one another, right. don't they? That's all right. Uh, sometimes that happens. You you know the voices you can do, and you got to spread them around a little bit. Makes sense. Texas Tech, it would stand a reason that they'd have a, a hick as their uh, head football coach. All right, timeout. Quick break. Keep hitting the Knippelmeyer text on 651-3439. vets.
It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. Keep the text coming on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. 405-651-3439. Big 12 SEC, Pac-12 media days are over. We do have Big 10 and SEC, or excuse me, Big 10 and ACC media days coming up this week. Sunbelt, um, I guess their media day, if they have one, is going on yeah. right now. Because the Sunbelt preseason coaches poll is out. And there are 14 teams in the Sun Belts, and yeah. Arkansas State, one of your three um, non-conference opponent, is picked to finish sixth in the West, uh, only Not in front bad. of uh, Louisiana Monroe, uh, who's picked to finish last in the West. So, yeah, Arkansas State picked as like the 12th or 13th best team in the Sun Belt this year. Ooh, you know we're getting close, Tyler, because on – the ESPN College Football Standings page, they finally turned the page from the 2022 uh, final standings, and now you just got zeros across the board, baby. Good, Good to be undefeated, huh? Yep, it that, is. That uh, ugly 6-7 and seven is uh, erased from the page. What do we know about uh, Southern Methodist this year? They have uh, Preston Stone, who's their highest-ranked quarterback ever in the recruiting rankings era. Yeah. Which, shocker, right? Like, SMU's going to have a pretty nice offense, but Mm -hmm. probably a very bad defense. Is Rhett Lashley their head coach? Or is he the offensive coordinator? He's head football coach. He's head head coach, yeah. Um, Good offense, probably going to be a really bad defense. That's what we know about SMU. They were pretty bad defensively last year. Well, and there's got to – I think there's probably – I don't know, unless the portal chewed them up, some leftover – uh, talent there from whenever Sonny Dykes was there before he made that jump to, to TCU. They were doing some good stuff offensively, uh, challenging in some football games, playing really well. Now, it was difficult for them to get over the hump against some of the, the better teams, but um, they found for the first time some consistency over the last handful of years. So I mean, OU yeah. should roll that game, but that will – It'll be a nice little test for the defense. I, right. I, I don't think Arkansas State's offense is going to be a great gauge of how much the how much OU's defense has progressed. And, and Tulsa's going to have a nice offense, I'm sure, as well. But SMU might be – is SMU going to be the best offense you face, maybe, until you play Texas? Uh, yeah. Iowa State and Cincinnati, SMU could be more potent I would think so. than those teams. I'm just uh, – why did – after as good as he's done the last two year two years, why did uh, Mordecai transfer out of there? I guess Except he for thirty five hundred yards guess last year. He wanted year. to play at a Power Five school like Wisconsin. Yeah, where where, where, God, where QB dreams go to they don't go to die. They've had, but you know that's I, they're they're changing up the scheme up there at Wisconsin. So maybe he'll be the first quarterback in a while to throw it around up there. The dude is going into his sixth year. I think he start his first year was twenty eighteen at Oklahoma. And you know he's got, he's, he's got a lot of gear acquired by now. He does. He's played a bunch of different places, and he was playing really well at SMU. I think he had two years in a row through for over like, right around thirty five hundred yards or more, thirty plus touchdowns a year. Pretty good stuff. And I mean, there's the system is you know going to be the same from there, and I. They've had good wide uh, wide receivers that have made it through their good group of running backs, and I'm sure it's going to be the exact same. But here's the deal. We should, if we have anything about us at all, if we've made any type of improvement, we should absolutely own them on the line of scrimmage. Yep. 100%. I, and, and the text lines made it very clear that they are hopeful, but most are not going to truly buy in until they go down to Texas and win. especially I mean, you better go into the Texas game undefeated and win that game, then everyone's going to jump on board. If OU were to give up 24 to SMU, I wonder what the meltdown would be, the uh, uh, the post-game show following. Well, I think it, it all just kind of depends on how you give up the 24 and when you give up the 24. I'm saying right? they're not garbage. Like, they, they give up some big plays yeah. in that game. Is there going to be yeah. pure panic? And the answer to that is yes. Um, my guess is they give up an opening drive for a touchdown against them. 
and then settle in from that point on, and who knows after that. But those those opening drives can be really difficult when you face teams that have good offenses that you know have spent a lot of time preparing for you and are going to throw a bunch of new things that aren't probably on film, throw them at you at a really high speed. You're going to get super gassed really fast. That first drive against a team like SMU can be really difficult. Uh, from the 813, did Tanner Mordecai transfer because he didn't want to play OU? Thinking Perhaps. face emoji? Perhaps. Yeah, maybe. Um, it's also the so he's at Wisconsin year, with him to. and Evers and who's going to win that battle? Um, I think they did. They already announced. I think they may have already announced Mordecai as the starter. Smart. Go with the guy that's been in college since the uh, mid twenty teens. That's what I'd do. Four oh five SMU is no Tulane. That's right. USC has not lost mm. recently to SMU. However, they have lost recently to Tulane. Yeah, well, Tulane was just in the beginning stages of becoming decent whenever they came to town. And uh, that kid, what is it, the Pratt kid, It's he's going into his final season. Heck of a quarterback. Yeah, well, we thought that <laughs> – I mean, yes, you are right, technically – we thought that was going to be the case once they left Norman, only to get destroyed by Ole Miss a couple of weeks later and yeah. win, win like two games. That, but we were pretty convinced rolling out of that game, like, dude, Tulane's going to do some damage for the well, rest of this year. Here's the thing. They were practicing in Birmingham for the majority of the season. I mean, we barely – they were flying off of the adrenaline high because of all the, you know, the hurricane stuff and are they going to move the game, what's going to happen, where are we staying – uh, but after that, a little bit of time. It didn't take long before all that caught up with him. Uh, okay, here's an interesting question on the text line. I asked okay. my dad who he thought was the better offensive lineman at OU, Trent or Lane Johnson. This is what he said. Draft status alone says Williams, but they were d- different. Johnson was more athletic, better feet. Williams was physical, mean, weirdly long arms. Would like your guys' opinions. Who was well, a better offensive lineman at OU? I'm taking Trent Williams. At OU, it wasn't close. Yeah. Like, Lane Johnson had a really good year in 2012, but I remember you and I being surprised that he – I mean, there was a lot of late buzz that he got drafted in the top ten. Yeah, I wasn't – I mean, I wasn't surprised after he went out at, like, 315 pounds and ran a 4-7-40. But during the season, if you would have said he's going to be right. a top eight yes. pick, yeah, that would have been surprising. He – his physical numbers, whenever he went to the combine and at pro day, just absolutely blew it open. And from that point on, it's like, okay, I you got a guy that's this big, has this type of frame, is this athletic. We'll figure everything else out. And he had, and you know, because he was a late offensive line. Uh, so he was still behind on all of the technique and stuff, and was incredibly raw. Um, so, like that—that's why he he was drafted because it's not like he had reached his full technical potential. He was still had a long way to go there, and people could, you know, envision what he would become. But now, I don't know. Take your pick. You know, uh, I'd like to have Trent at left and Lane at right, personally. But in terms of OU, it was Trent Williams. Yeah. It was Trent Williams. And uh, I would still probably take Trent the, overall. The, but. the Jag says confidence in defense is high, just like last year. What has changed? Ted Roof really getting after these boys? Now, was that all of that a text message, or did you add some I of didn't your commentary? Add, I did not add any commentary whatsoever. Uh, that's, that's a great question. Let's talk about what's changed. Um, let's start up front. Last year, on the at the defensive end edge spots, we had Ethan Downs and we had um, Reggie Grimes. All right, and outside of that, I think Stripling got a little bit of time. Um, our Mason Thomas, as a true freshman, got a little bit of time. Who were the other? Uh, Luulu came on strong at the end of the year as a defensive end. 
um, you were not anywhere near as talented as you are right now. Right now at the edge, you've got um, Trace Ford, who's got a bunch of sacks in this conference. You've got, um, why am I drawing a blank, the Wake Forest kid. Bothroyd. Actually, man. Jeez. I, you, Bothroyd. 40 days till kickoff. I mean, I hope you get there. Hope you're ready. Bothroyd, Ford. You've got R. Mason Thomas's uh, year of experience under his belt should make a, a big jump in his second year. You've got a five-star uh, Bare. You've got – who else am I missing? There's a, we're, Dude, we're so deep at edge. You could just stop right there as a reason why the defense is going to get better. There's other reasons, right. but that, that's like my, my biggest reason right, right We've there. We've moved Lu'ulu inside. He's going to be, my guess, probably right around the 300-pound mark up. Probably nearly 30 pounds since um, since the end of last season. He's going to be playing on the interior, which I think he has a chance to do really good there. Coe's bigger, another year under his belt. Um, you know, they, they've just they've gotten so much better across the defensive line, just depth and talent-wise from where they were a year ago. Now, you also have guys that are a year in the system. Several guys have gained that knowledge and just should – you know, with the technique that they're getting coached, should have better years than they did a year ago. Now, backer is interesting. At backer, I expect Stutzman to start pretty close to where he finished last year. There's going to be a little bit of of rust. Most guys don't start at their absolute best. They kind of work into that throughout the season. Um, but I think he's going to start really good, as good as he was the, the entire year last year. You're going to be more athletic at Mike. Um, I'm not sure who's going to win out there, but uh, with when you combine those two and what we're going to have at the cheetah position with Justin Harrington and Desan McCullough, it's far superior than it was a year ago. That's not even getting into the might be yeah. your deepest position, um, right? Maybe on the team, at least on the defense. Yep, that or edge. Edge is deep. Hey, we're late for a timeout. Quick break. Keep sending the text in, 651-3439, Knippelmeyer text line. Hanging out Newcastle Casino today. Stay tuned. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. Victory Family Church. It's more than just a church. It's truly a family. And as it continues to grow, you can now celebrate with six opportunities every Sunday morning, starting as early as 8.30 a.m. and the final service at 3 p.m. Learn more about service times and everything going on with Pastor Adam and the church at VictoryFamily.Church. That's VictoryFamily.Church. Check out our campuses in Newcastle, Chickasha, and Shawnee. Victory Family Church, online at VictoryFamily.Church. Savings just go on and on and on at Dorsey Jones in El Reno. Be sure to check out the new 2023 GMC Sierra SLT Crew Cab 4x4. Take up to $5,000 off the MSRP plus 2.9% for 60 months for well-qualified buyers. Go to Dorsey Jones in El Reno for your summer savings. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC, I-40 and Highway 81, exit 125 in El Reno, or Dorsey-JonesBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. See dealer for details. Are you an OEC member contemplating the addition of solar panels to your home or business? Before you make the purchase, contact Oklahoma Electric Cooperative Solar Experts. We will be able to tell you exactly how many panels your home needs and how the addition of solar panels truly affects your electric bill. OEC does not partner with solar companies and asks that you report any company that claims otherwise. To learn more, give us a call at 405-321-2024 or visit us at www.okcoop.org renewables. Sunday, August 6th, the Cardinals host the Rockies, and there's a giveaway for fans of all ages. That day, 10,000 fans ages 16 and older will get an exclusive Cardinals and MLB Network hat. And 10,000 kids ages 15 and younger will take home a Tommy Evan growth chart thanks to Missouri Farmers Care. Stay after the game for the post-game high-chew kids run the bases. That's Sunday, August 6th, the Cardinals and the Rockies. For more ticket information, visit cardinals.com slash promotions. This is Tommy Edmond. See you at the ballpark.
Whether you live in or visit Norman this summer, the City of Norman wants to encourage you to eat, shop, stay, and play local. Summer's heating up, and so are the deals. Cool down at Heyday, Norman's only family entertainment center. Endless fun awaits. Mini golf, laser tag, rope scores, and revolutions for the 21 and up crowd. Plus daily specials. There is something for everyone at Heyday. Shop the International Pantry on West Lindsay Street, Oklahoma's kitchen destination since 1978. Offering cookware, cutlery, bakeware, barware, ethnic, and gourmet food. Coffee, tea, cooking classes, bridal, and gift registries. The International Pantry is a candy and toy store for those who love to cook and eat. Don't miss Wonder House Design and Consign, where Norman shops for all their window coverings, upholstery, fabric, custom pillows, wallpaper, and consignment needs. Wonder House Design and Consign, locally owned and operated, is your design dream. When you shop local, it stimulates the economy in our community and benefits local schools and nonprofits. So eat, shop, play, and stay in Norman this summer. In 2023, fans welcomed Wilson Contreras to the Cardinals family. And on Saturday, August 5th, we celebrate him with his first gate giveaway. That day, 25,000 fans ages 16 and older will go home with their own Wilson Contreras home white Cardinals jersey, courtesy of Stiefel. That's not all. 10,000 fans ages 20 and younger will also receive a baseball card pack thanks to Tops. For details or tickets, visit cardinals.com slash promotions. This is Wilson Contreras. See you at the ballpark. The Mont invites you to come by and enjoy our high-quality food and drinks in our historic atmosphere. The Mont has won numerous awards, including Best Restaurant in Norman, Best Appetizer for our Great Queso, Best Exotic Drink for the Original Swirl, the Best Patio Dining for our beautifully landscaped patio. Come see the Town Tavern, OU football scoreboards dating back to 1947. We'll see you at the Mont on the corner of Boyd and Classen, or call us at 329-3330. It is the rush on the ref, Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, and uh, we may need a while to unpack this one. We may need to get into it at the top of the 4 o'clock hmm. hour, but I guess 24-7 has a graphic out right now. Put it out over the weekend, most expensive game day experiences in college football. And I need to see how they came up with their numbers, but they have an OU home game as the most expensive game day experience in all of college football. Uh, average cost? $276. I don't know if they're averaging like the current ticket cost for games this year or what. The, it, it, it just really doesn't make sense, man. OU's number one at 276. West Virginia is two at 264. So seeing West Virginia at two already seems flawed. Notre Dame at three. Texas at four. <laughs> Missouri at five. Clemson at six. Mississippi State at seven. UCLA at 8, LOL, Georgia at 9, and Nebraska at 10. I I don't – I have no idea what to even – where to even go with that. What does that mean? I need to do more research, but people keep texting that in like, this can't be legit, can it? Huh. Well, I guess I don't if know. you have to buy a new couch every other home game at West Virginia, yeah. it could get uh, pretty expensive. So is that – okay, I'm, I'm asking you questions that you don't know the answer to, right, because you haven't looked into it yet. Um, if that's 200 and, well, as you say, 276 a person, um, I for a game day experience, I, I don't know. I got to imagine of any of the schools of the caliber of Oklahoma that is a top 25 type of program – that is having a somewhat good year and you've got a somewhat decent opponent coming to town and you do like you have comparable seats and you do comparable things. Isn't it all going to be about the same? Here's what it's depending on like, like cost of like the city and everything where you live or where it is has to be a big factor. And, Oklahoma is not expensive. It says Oklahoma has been one of college football's most consistent programs dating back to the start of the college football playoff era, which almost justifies two hot dogs costing about $13, mm-hmm. two tickets costing $206, parking is $30, two beers are $17, and two sodas are $10. Unfortunately, 
just like at Texas, tickets likely become more expensive when Oklahoma joins the SEC. But again, it tends to be money well spent. Huh. That's why I don't know. Like, don't you think that outside of maybe a little bit of movement in concession and parking that it's all going to be about the same of what they just listed off? I think how they got these numbers is they averaged out ticket prices, they found out what parking normally goes for, what two Mm -hmm. beers cost, two sodas cost, and two hot dogs cost, because that's what every team has for their average cost. Yeah. Well. I guess so you got the nod because the uh, parking is $30 compared to West Virginia's $20. Yeah, well. You we don't have much parking, parking. You can find parking cheaper than $30. How much is it to park at the LNC? I haven't parked at the LNC in 15 years. So I don't. Do you have to pay to park at the LNC and then the shuttle over? I don't, I don't know the answer I don't to know. that. I don't know. But, you know, a, a lot of places, like West Virginia has a ton of parking right around their stadium because it's not on campus. Um, it's Well, I don't know. It's not in the main part of their campus. Maybe there's some campus stuff there. So it kind of sits alone. It's got a huge parking lot around it, a bunch of parking lots around it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's cheaper to park there. But LNC parking know. is free, and then um, maybe you got to pay for the shuttle over to – okay, parking is free, shuttle's 5 bucks. Yeah, well, that's a stupid – uh, article. Yeah, it's, I it's I mean, time to start writing football articles. <laughs> I wonder how they, who they called, or how they researched how much a hot dog cost, uh, two sodas cost, two beers. That's yeah. It's the same everywhere. That those prices, like the tickets, are going to be a little bit different because you're going somewhere where there's a high demand. But outside of that, it's all going to be about the same. Yeah, Stupid. pretty ridiculous, too, to only factor in two beers to your college game day experience. Yeah. Throughout the two two sodas, get out of, just replace the two I mean, sodas with two more beers. If two it's people, Saturday. if you're going to the game with two people and you each get a beer uh, and you're paying that much for it, what's the point? You know? One beer? Well, logically, on, say it. on a Monday afternoon, it makes a lot of sense, but... At noon on a Saturday, it's a little <laughs> bit different of a thought process. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know. Good. We're the most expensive. We're Fun in the highest idea, demand. I guess, kind of executed very poorly. If West Virginia's I, at two and Missouri's in the top five, give me a break on that. I UCLA. just flat out 100% do not believe it. Well, you know, I, yeah, nobody, nobody believes it. I've been to West Virginia, I don't know how many times now. And outside of 2012, it has never been full. Not one time. You can get tickets for nothing, I'm sure, right at uh, kickoff. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll wrap up hour number one here from Newcastle Casino next. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. A little bit of sweet and a whole lot of heat. Rom's new sweet and spicy Gouda Burger is packed with mouth-watering flavor. We start with a fresh-baked artisan multigrain bun, top it with a sizzling burger patty and bacon, add a little mayo, and then throw on the heat with apple habanero barbecue sauce and jalapenos. Oh, and we can't forget the smoked Gouda cheese melted to perfection. Brahms Sweet and Spicy Gouda Burger, available for a limited time at Brahms. Does your checking account come with respect, gratitude, wisdom? At Armstrong Bank, that's what you can expect. For more than a century, we've been serving up exceptional customer service and financial guidance to our customers across Oklahoma and Arkansas. Open a checking account today so we can serve you, too. Armstrong Bank. Strength runs in our family. Visit armstrong.bank today. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. 
Do you have a burning desire to drive excellence? Well, the way to perfect excellence is a new 2023 Buick from Dorsey Jones in El Reno. The all-new 2023 Buick Envisions. Take up to $5,500 off the MSRP. Wouldn't that be a perfect way to start the day? Driving away in your favorite Buick. Dorsey Jones, Buick GMC, I-40 and Highway 81. Exit 125 in El Reno. Or Dorsey-JonesBuickGMC.com. Experience the new Buick. See dealer for details. Entrepreneurs and more Norman in South Oklahoma City have an experienced business partner in their neighborhood. More Norman Technology Center's workforce and economic development team understands the challenges entrepreneurs and small businesses face every day. From building an effective business model to hiring the right employees and managing cash flow, more Norman's business development experts can help you move forward confidently and thrive knowing that you have a skilled partner at your side. Learn more about More Norman's Technology Center by calling 405-801-5000 or visit us online at mntc.edu. Caring for an aged loved one can be challenging. Let us help your family. At Arbor House Assisted Living and Memory Care in Norman, we offer a safe and loving environment with a full-time licensed nurse, medication assistance, emergency call system, along with housekeeping and laundry services. Come tour our beautiful community. Call 405-292-9200 or visit us online at arborhouseliving.com. We want to help your family so you can be part of ours. Hey guys, it's TJ here for my friends over at Joe's Wines and Spirits. It's July, that means temperatures are heating up for those pool parties, late trips, and cookouts with family and friends. And when you need a great selection of your favorite beer, wine, or liquor, do what I do and go see Kathy and her staff. They have a ton of specials and great advice when looking to try something new, like 10 types of Old Smoky Moonshine, $16.99. Joe's is open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. and noon to 5 on Sunday, 1330 East Alameda in Norman, or visit Joe's Wines and Spirits on Facebook for their monthly specials. Did you know that about 23% of Oklahoma's river and stream miles are impaired by bacteria? Pet waste can pollute surface and drinking waters, like Lake Thunderbird, by contributing harmful levels of bacteria. Be sure to pick up after your furry friend when you're out and about. We drink our storm water, so please do your part to help protect it. For more information, visit bit.ly forward slash Norman Stormwater. Looking at a pretty lopsided matchup, Jim. Ron, this newcomer has no idea what he's getting himself into. Let's go to the action. Jim, the size difference alone is staggering. Unbelievable, Ron, and this guy acts like he doesn't have a care in the world. What is he thinking? Every day, people tempt fate and die trespassing on railroad tracks. See tracks, think train. Somewhere, there's a river rushing through the woods while someone rushes through their day. There's a mountain looking up at the sky while someone looks down at their phone. A trail waiting to be walked while someone waits for a latte. This world is full of somewheres waiting for someone just like you. So go see yours at 154 National Forests and 20 Grasslands. And to learn more, visit nationalforest.org. The National Forest Foundation. See your somewhere. Hey, life doesn't stop when cancer starts. After diagnosis, treatment is vital. But for some, just getting there to appointments, chemo, or radiation is a major challenge. You can change that. Volunteer to give rides with the American Cancer Society Road to Recovery Program. Driving for a few hours of your day can make a life-saving difference for someone with cancer. Visit cancer.org drive to learn more. Cavens Group bringing you this hour of the rush. CavensGroup.com. Emergency repair or storm damage. They are on the call 24-7. That's Cavens Group. CavensGroup.com. I had uh, someone yelling during the break saying, uh, $5 for two sodas at Georgia? No way. $6 for two hot dogs at Nebraska? No way. That was uh, what my five-minute break sounded like. I don't know about everyone else. Thanks for that. I, well, I'm sorry. Um, I just, I don't feel like those ticket pr- or those concession prices are legit. Maybe they are. Um, maybe Georgia watching what they do at, um, you know, at L- Atlanta. Don't they have real cheap ticket yes. prices at the Peach Bowl? Yes. Or, or not conces- ticket prices, concession. concessions. Yes. Right. It's pretty awesome. Um, 
I don't know, West Virginia's number two. So I clicked on West Virginia's uh, athletics site, and as soon as I went to the site, a pop-up showed up, and it said $150 to their opener for four tickets and a $25 concession voucher. Let's go. Neil Brown's on the hot seat, so we're going to cut you a deal to get in. Now, it is Duquesne, all right, So, uh, which I didn't know they had a football team. Yeah. But the point is. Neither did West Virginia when they scheduled them. You, you cannot tell me that it's cheaper to go to a West Virginia football game than it is to go to an Alabama football game. There's, I just, I absolutely refuse to believe that. Uh, great point by the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Last year, OU would have been way more expensive because we needed at least six beers to watch the game. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Dave from correct. Norman, West Virginia being on that list is ridiculous. Nobody would be able to afford it in that hillbilly state. Sam and Edmund ah. says you have to figure in the cost of parking lot moonshine for West Virginia. It's pretty legit when you're buying by the gallon. That's mm-hmm. true, but... Again, going by the parameters laid out in this exercise by 247, um, it's just not, I don't know. I'm 405, not I'm spending $100 on beer or nothing on beer. No in between. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, hey, speaking of ticket prices, remember last year when I gave the, uh, the heads up to OU fans about face value tickets for the Nebraska game on their own website? Yeah. Uh, Well, something similar came out today. I guess Tulsa released a $55 mini pack with the OU game included. So, get in is currently like $100 on StubHub. So, if you plan on going to the OU Tulsa game, I would actually go to TU's website and go get tickets there because – I think maybe you get like the OU game and another game, but there's like 55 bucks to get in. You're sitting in right. the end zone, but it's not a bad deal compared right. to what the ticket prices are now. Um, I went to Alabama's website. They've got like $25 tickets in their end zone upper decks, but there's like 15 of them available total. So I would say that this whole exercise is... 100,000-seat stadium as well, so a little bit yeah, different. Yeah, there's nothing left. So, just another crap article. All right, hour number two of The Rush. Coming up next here from Newcastle. Stay with us. You're listening to the home of Sooner fans, KREF, Norman, Oklahoma, and streaming live on the KREF app. The Ref Sports Radio Network. GMC continues its commitment to professional-grade engineering in the GMC Truck Series, like offering the world's first available six-function multi-pro tailgate on Sierra. This tailgate takes innovation to the next level with six distinct functions that let you load, unload, and access the cargo box quicker and easier. The list goes on, but it's more than just innovative engineering.